podcast. A show where kids teach kids how to take care of their mental health and learn ways to be resilient. But for now, let's kick it off with... Boggle your your brain. brain! Did you know that in ancient Egypt, when surgeons mummified the dead, they removed the brain by drawing it out of the nostrils with an iron hook? Ew, gross! Hey listeners, this episode is all about the new inner superhero, Bob. And Bob has something way more useful than x-ray vision or bat wings. Keep listening to find out what it is. Achoo! Dude, cover your nose when you sneeze. Why? Because I don't want to catch your cold. It's contagious. It's what? It's contagious. That means you can pass your cold on to me. I'll tell you what's contagious. As contagious as a cold? Yeah. But good for you. It's kindness. (coughs) Kindness is proven to be contagious. Okay, tell me more. So, did you know when you offer to carry something for someone or include a person in your game or open the door for someone else, chances are those people that benefited from your kindness will go on and be kinder to others around them too. Seriously? Yep. And to prove it, I'm going to introduce you to Bob. Bob? Who's Bob? Well, Bob stands for B of Benefit. I had my Bob moment this morning when I took my dog out for a walk. And my sister had her Bob moment last night when she helped our dad carry the shopping in from the car. You see, the combination of kindness and helpfulness gives you Bob. That's B for B, O for of, and B for benefit. B-O-B, you really should. B-O-B, cause it's just so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Radio. Sorry, I can get pretty carried away by the power of Bob. The power? Yeah. When you Bob, or when you're being kind, your brain gets a hit of a neurotransmitter called dopamine. You get something called oxytocin too. Oxytoxic what? Okay, picture your brain. The animals are trying to chat, and there are these things called neurons in there that want to send messages to the animals. But there are gaps between them. Neurotransmitters are chemicals that fill the gaps. And the ones we just mentioned, dopamine and oxytocin, are two kinds of neurotransmitters that get released during a Bob moment. In fact, Grow Your Mind teaches you to get your dose of well-being each day. And the letters D-O-S-E stand for four neurotransmitters that make you feel good. I feel good, da-na-na-na-na-na-na, yeah, I knew that I would now. Okay. Anyway, the whole point is, being kind is great for others, but it also helps you too. So bob it up. Ah, bob it. Bob it good. Ah, bob it. But bob it real good. But bob it real good. But you know how I feel about Bob. Don't just take it from me. Let's hear what the experts have to say about Bob. Let's take it to the experts. How can you be kind to others? If someone looks lonely in the playground, you could go ask them um, to come and play with you or you could ask them to like come and join the group. Ask the teacher if, you, if she needs any help and then you can help her. Just um, unpack the dishwasher. You can be kind to others by being thoughtful of their feelings and including them in things. Helping them if they're like fallen over, like you can go get the teacher. Name your best Bob moment. When we were hiking, I 
help people carry their stuff when they were tired. My greatest Bob moment was raising over $1,500 for the Tigers. My greatest Bob moment was when I helped make Christmas hampers for people in need. I saved my baby brother when he fell in the pool. How would you like others to be kind to you? If I was lonely, someone would include me in their game. Picking up my rubbish, because I usually drop my rubbish. I want my friends to do Bob moments with me. Um, I would like um, everyone around the world to realise what's happening um, about climate change, because otherwise it's just going to destroy kids' futures. I want to be included in other people's games. I want our principal um, and the um, New South Wales government to ban homework because um, we don't have enough family time and time for ourselves anymore. I want everybody in the earth to stop littering in the water so the turtles and other kind of animals in the sea don't eat it and like get sick and die. Have you had a Bob moment today? I hope. Signorina to pick up paper. I ate my breakfast in the car because my sister had something important to do, so my parents had to drop me off in a rush at school. Uh, yeah, I helped my sister um, get her bag because she forgot it today. Um, I helped my teacher and my class clean up the Ozobots because there was a lot of mess. I gave up my recess to go and rehearse with my team for uh, a performance. Who is best at bobbing it up in your home? My mum because she always cleans up after me. My mum because when my dad ripped his shirt at um, his work, my mum threw it in the bin and bought him a new one. My dad because um, when my mum's too tired to cook, he always brings something home from work and um, then everyone's really happy and then it's just basically ready to eat. My mum, because my mum always helps me with my maths and my homework. My cats, because they always make me happy because they always want to play and because um, I'm lonely sometimes and that makes me happy. My dad, because he's always trying to find fun and engaging things for us to do and is, loves us so much. My dog, because he's very fun and always happy to play. Who is the best at bobbing it up at your school? My friends, because when I feel sad, they always try to um, help me and they ask me what's wrong and how can we help. My teacher, because she always helps us and that makes me happy because she's always helping and she's making us try our hardest so we get through like the test. My teacher, because she always buys nice stuff for us to play with. Our teacher, Miss Malloy, because she is a unicorn. Should being a benefit be a school rule? Yes, because it would make our school a better place. Yes, because if that happened, it would be very nice to others. No, because with rules, sometimes there are people who don't like being told what to do, so they do the opposite. And if there were lots of people who were like that, then the school would be in chaos and then nobody would be very happy. No, because a lot of people, when they get a rule enforced, they just um, abuse it and don't do it. Yes, because then everyone will be friends and there wouldn't really be any people who don't like each other. Quick poll. Name one thing that's contagious. 
Yawning. A tummy bug. Coughs and sneezes. Laughter. Uh, kindness. Ebola. Love. Laughter. Uh, chicken pox. Yawning. Uh, coronavirus. Thanks to the experts for those interesting ideas. Now it's time for a story from the animals. But get this, this story takes place in someone's brain. Animals, are you there? Elephant? Elephant? I want to make a difference, but I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like I'm too... insignificant. I'm only a kid. And there are so many big issues. Climate change, equal rights. Where do I start? Start with making your bed. Wise Owl, that's a really irritating response. I feel like I'm going to explode with frustration and sadness. Maybe I really am too small to make a difference. Maybe you're right. I should just stick to making my bed or staying in it. Have you ever shared a bed with a mosquito? What? Far out, Wise Owl. You're meant to be the wise one and all you can talk about is making beds and sleeping in them with mosquitoes. What's going on today? If you think the small things in life can't make a difference, you've never shared a bed with a mosquito. Ugh! Maybe my memory will come up with something. Elephant, are you there? Any stories about small humans making a difference? I'm here. Just give me a moment while I bring up the being of benefit file about kids. Ah, yes. Here's a good one. It's Malala's story. Heard that one? There was once a girl who loved going to school. She lived in a peaceful valley in Pakistan. But one day, a group of armed men called the Taliban took control of the valley. They frightened people and announced that girls were no longer allowed to go to school. Malala thought this was unfair. This is ridiculous. Education is powerful women. The Taliban are closing girls' schools because they don't want women to be powerful. In fact, I feel so strongly about this that I'm going to go on TV and tell the world about this injustice. People must have seen her on television because a few days later, Malala got on her school bus as usual. But it was suddenly stopped by two Taliban men. They jumped aboard and shouted. Which one of you is Malala? Her friends looked her way and the men fired their guns. She was badly injured but thankfully didn't die. Instead, she awoke far from home, in a hospital in the United Kingdom. Malala was told that thousands of people were praying for her. As she recovered, she had time to think about what her next steps would be. I knew I had a choice. I could live a quiet life or I could make the most of my new life. I was determined to continue my fight until the day every girl could go to school. With my father, I started the Malala Fund, a charity dedicated to giving every girl an opportunity to a future she chooses. Malala went on to become the youngest ever winner of the Nobel Peace Prize. They thought that the bullets would silence us, but they failed. Let us pick up our books and pens. They are our most powerful weapons. One child, one teacher, one book and one pen can change the world. Whoa, that's an incredible story. Got any less intense ones that preferably don't involve people being shot at? How about a fable? I've got one here about a mouse and a lion. A lion lay asleep in the forest, his great head resting on his paws, when a timid little mouse came upon him unexpectedly. 
In her fright and haste to get away, she ran right across the lion's nose. This roused the lion from his slumber, and he laid his huge paws angrily on the tiny creature to kill her. Spare me, begged the poor mouse. Please let me go, and someday I will surely repay you. The lion was very amused to think that a tiny mouse could ever help him, but he was generous and finally let the mouse go. Some days later, while stalking his prey in the forest, the lion was caught in the ropes of a hunter's net. Unable to free himself, he filled the forest with his angry roaring. The mouse knew the voice and quickly found the lion struggling in the net. Running to one of the great ropes that bound him, she gnawed it until it broke and soon the lion was free. You laughed when I said I would repay you, said the mouse. Now you see, even a mouse can help a lion. And the mouse was right. A kindness is never wasted. Wow, it must have taken that mouse hours to gnaw through that rope. Wise Alice, the sifting sooty. Sifting sooty, can you get the kid to focus on the moral of the story rather than the length of time it took the mouse to cut through the rope, please? Roger that, Wise Owl. Fascination and curiosity about rope biting has been blocked. So I guess the point of the fable is don't eat mice, because one day they might save your life? Wise Owl to Elephant. Let's make sure we keep this simple. The story has nothing to do with eating mice. Instead, lock this in. No one is too small to make a difference. Copy that, Wise Owl. We may need to keep reminding the guard dog of this too. I'll just jot that down. No one is too small to make a difference. Guard dog, are you listening? Woof! Keep listening to the Green Mind podcast because we've got episodes on friendship, movement, courage, gratitude, stuff-ups and how to be of benefit with lots of ideas on how to keep your animals talking to each other. And did you know there are lesson plans and colouring in sheets that go with each episode? You'll find them and more at growyourmind.life. And remember, share the show with your friends. Thanks. Thanks.